The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk WNRI 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host John DePietro. All right, folks, good afternoon. Fuckboy alert. This is hiding behind the pillow. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It's Juan. Who's that man in the red jacket? Uh, it is the John DePietro Show. This portion of our program, folks, is brought to you. Hello there. Here you are. Frank, call me. 766-1380. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by K's. Remember, whether it's lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge, stop by K's. They're waiting for you. All right, phone lines are open. Now, this hour, we're going to bounce around a little bit. We're going to carry the fraud that's going on in the nation's capital. Also, what do you think of the fact that Senator Reid, as uh, Donna Perry was mentioning... Are they actually selling tickets? I think they're offering tickets to those that want to go. I like the idea that, of saying that they're selling tickets. I think they're offering tickets to Rhode Islanders. Great editorial in this morning's Providence Journal. Scathing editorial on Ramundi. Hello there, Janet. Uh, and I am going to touch on this latest fraud. I'm telling you right now, I, just, I don't believe anything she says anymore with, uh, with Governor Ramundo. I just don't. It's either it's it's a it's a it's a read off a public seats to uh, impeachment trial. Rhode Island residents want to attend the impeachment trial. President Trump requested ticket through Senator Reid's office. Public seat tickets his office available. I think the trial set to resume Tuesday. Those want ticket for name, address, phone number, email, uh, valid ID, blah blah blah. Uh, Capital restrict access. You know, I thought of going down there, folks, but I just I don't think it's going to go on that long. I don't think it's going to last that long. And I, I'm just too disgusted by it. I just am. I, I can't believe what's going on in Washington. Let me play you, though, this. And uh, again, good afternoon. Let's have a uh, thumbs up to everybody watching on Facebook Live. People are enjoying the program. Now, folks, remember, if you're watching on Facebook Live, you can listen at AM 1380, especially if you get in your car. There you go, the thumbs up. And also, if you have Alexa, just search. Say, Alexa, search WNRI. And then, boom, there I am in Crystal Clear Audio. Uh, simple radio app, TuneIn radio app, they're free. You can always listen at petro.com. Make sure you read the story we have up. Folks, it's a big one. It is Rock the State. Uh, is the FBI investigating Speaker Mattiello, or known as E1, Executive One? Read about it at petro.com. We also have how we threaten the convention center. I'm going to put an enema up your behind and a lot more. It's all happening at Dipetro.com. By the way, if you ever miss any part of the show, all you do is you go to Dipetro.com where you can listen live, but then you'll see on the dashboard, meet John DePetro. Hello, that's me, but also a podcast. If you ever miss any part of the show, you just click on podcast. You can listen to that. We have merchandise. If you would like to advertise, we have two slots open right now. If you would like to advertise on the show, click on advertiser contact and get a hold of me that way. All right, 766-1380. I want to just play, before we go back to the phones, folks, this type of stuff, I don't know what it is, but it just makes me laugh. And is the reaction from uh, people reacting when President Trump was elected 
uh, going back to 2016. I love uh, this woman. Here we go. Ready? Here we go. I love that. I can't get enough of that. I love that. Why do I love that so much? Get ready for it coming up in November when he gets four more years. Bunch of clowns. That's right. Four more years, Gina. How does that sound? Hey, Tansy. Get ready for four more years, Tansy. This is outside the inauguration. Anywhere, the 45th president of the United States of America, Donald <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't get enough of it. I love that. Get ready. Ooh, what's this? The House Democrat taking on Silicon Valley, David Cicilline. Yeah, how much you think, folks? This is all a shakedown. That's all that is. Senator Reese has free tickets to the circus. That's right. Free tickets to the circus. Yeah, Cicilline, he's not going to tra- track down on Silicon Valley. He's shaking down Silicon Valley. That's what they do. Never forget the whole the old man is. But, folks, in, just in case you're just getting into the car, you can email me, john at dipetro.com, john at dipetro.com. But the big story today, and I want to give credit to Ted Nisi of uh, Channel 12, ex- ex- um, exposing the fact that the governor, Governor Amundo, Rhode Island DOT slashes truck tow revenue forecast by 66%. They were projecting 70 million tolling for roadworks, and instead they've only brought in 16 million. This is incompetence or it's fraud. Neither one is a good alternative. Somebody should pay for it with their job. And I mean it. I don't, and I don't know the answer to that. I don't know whether it's on Ramundo's staff. I don't know if it's someone at DOT. I don't know enough about their inner workings of their operation. But someone should pay. There, there has to be, you need accountability in government. And right now, there's none of it. All right, let's go to your calls. 766-1380. To the phones we go. Good afternoon. You're yeah, on the John DePietro right. Show. Hello there. Yeah, quite interesting today, you know. I was... uh. Just thinking of all the governor's accomplishments, it reminds me of, you know those shows where, while well, they got the commentator, some documentary, they'll have a commentator talking, but meanwhile on the screen it'll be rolling. Like when they show all the wars we've ever been involved with, you know, it'll be in the background, and it just scrolls forever and forever and forever. If you took everything that she's done, like you hip or misappropriated money from 911, I mean every little thing, like today, budget, mis- you know, budget shortfall, X amount of dollars. You'd have your whole show on Facebook. When you start to end, you could have that thing scrolling, and it would probably wouldn't even end. That's right. It's ridiculous. And you said it earlier in the show. And we've talked about this before. This really gets me. It's no accountability. You're going to be accountable for driving your car too much or burning gas or the environment. She lives on the east side. I know. I used to go right by her house every single day on my way to the job. And where she lives, right where the meeting house is. At, at uh, Moses Brown School, the actual brick Quaker meeting. She lives, you could throw a stone to her house. 
from there, you can walk down the hill, right by Hope High School, down the hill some more. You're at South Main Street, down the hill some more. You're at Canal Street, up one block, and you're at the State House. She drives there in the land navigator that's driven by the state police 24-7 guard. There's another that's right. on that road. That's right. Scene, 40 grand a month in gas for her, her guard and bus. Please, you know, it just never stops with these people. And people in this state better wake up. And I don't care if you own a gun or not. This Second Amendment stuff, she's going to have another Virginia on her hands because the stuff that she's trying to push through is exactly what the guy in Virginia did yesterday when they started their executive session again. And I had a laugh. If you watched any of that, they had to put steel fencing up complete. The governor was surrounded by his own people. The people came out in defiance of their ruler, you know what I mean, and told them, you ain't taking our guns because with guns, we are citizens, but without them, we're subjects. And you go down the list in history, Stalin, Mao, Hitler. I, again, I could go on and on. That roller screen, millions of people killed. The Turks, the Armenian genocide, one after another. The Jews, the Holocaust. You know what I'm saying? When are these people going to wake up? Well, and that right. governor Northrop of, 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 of Virginia, number one, that's the guy. Hold on. Number one, he's a friend of Raimondo. He is the one that uh, was pushing for it. They had him on tape talking about the extreme abortion bill, which is the child is born, the mother then huddles with the doctor, and they decide that's infanticide of whether or not they keep the child alive. But that is the fraud that was in a photo, and he was either in a KKK outfit or he was in blackface. That guy has no credibility. He's a friend of Raimondo. He should not even be the governor there, for crying out loud. These frauds need to be called out. There was no trouble there. There was no violence. And if you're a Second Amendment gun owner, a firearm enthusiast in the state, what you need to know is this Thursday is the rally at the State House. What Raimondo's plan is, and Mattiello is such a fake and a sellout for going along with it, is they want to start to confiscate weapons, and they're laughing, saying, take us to court and try to get them back in court. It's unconstitutional. It needs to be stopped. She needs to be called out on it. Absolutely. This is what I'm saying. People don't realize it doesn't just stop there. Once she gets away with something like that, what's next? And it just goes down the line. Not only that, you're going to take thousands of law-abiding citizens, responsible, respectable gun owners, and you're going to turn them into instant outlaws with the stroke of a pen. It's ridiculous, and nothing's gained by it. There's never any more safety involved in it. You know what I mean? You're just enabling criminals. I mean, it's just the whole thing's so ludicrous, but this is their agenda. This is that progressive liberal agenda. And you know what happened in Virginia? The people were asleep at the wheel. They allowed Democrats to get both the House and, and, their, and their, you know, Senate, their, both branches of the government, and then they elect an idiot like this, and it doesn't take much. You ever see those commercials? It only took two votes for this person to win. But that's what people need to wake up and exercise their rights. That's why. They, did you see the thing on Channel 12 about the blue card? The yes. Tell everyone about that. that. Yeah. What a propaganda news article that was. What happened to, you know, at all three local channels? I used to at least think WPRI, not because it was Fox News, but that they were at least in their tone and tenor, the people that they have on their show, that they were some, somewhat middle of the road. That was so ridiculous. He could have went to any gun store in five minutes, gotten a real scoop on exactly what the blue card is. And all that means is that you took a test, you know, that you know which end of the barrel to point the gun at. Hello? And now they're making, see, you notice this, that, and it's been a, a, a multi-segmented news story. It just hasn't been on once. Notice when it came on. started yesterday, 
When's this thing at the state house? Thursday? That's Does right. We whip up some fear and pandemonium. The media go hand in hand. You said it earlier, John. You are so right. No accountability. There's no accountability of the media. They go hand in hand. The governor, oh, we want to interview you. Well, you're not interviewing me unless you told me the softball questions and you go along with my. Oh, answer. yeah, that's right. Go to Pork Boy. If yep, you that's right. Pork He's boy. totally on the payroll they'll with never, that crowd. They'll never come on your show because the <laughs> Never. Never. The wilderness. That's what I'm saying. People need to wake up. I mean, you're hitting them over the head with it. I mean, at what point do you say, wait a minute, what's not enough? Again, that rolling screen, uh, they, they, they're holding off now on reducing the ex the car excise tax. Frank, he, uh, he, here's the bottom line with Governor Armando that people need to realize, and that is what they do. And there is now a pattern where she has a plan she wants to put in. There's no money for it because of their reckless spending. There should be money for it, but there isn't. And what they do is they are fabricating numbers, presenting it. That that's what we think we could get, so then it makes sense, so then we can afford that. And then when the end result comes out, the shortfall, the budget shortfall, is astronomical. They, if, if, if she, when she was sitting there as a venture capitalist no with Point Judith, if she was sitting there at Point Judith and someone would come in and say, we'd like you to invest in our company, just like in Shark Tank, if, if they ever invested with someone and then found out that they had presented fraudulent numbers for the investment... They would have prosecuted them with the attorney general's office for fraud. That's exactly what she's doing as governor of Rhode Island. Absolutely, because who's to say where the money went if it wasn't was it actually realized or did it was it leakage or did someone steal it or somebody's got a new pool in their backyard? Yep, the state is so corrupt. But Frank, you also said something else, and it has to do with the First Amendment, Second Amendment rally coming up. Hello, Carol Bliss, coming up on Thursday, and that is Ramundo and Park Boy and their cohorts. They are trying to paint it that if you go to that rally, you're a white supremacist, you're hateful, uh, you know, white nationalist, uh, racist. All that. They are trying to portray that anyone that's in support of the Second Amendment, you're a white supremacist and therefore a racist bigot and you have no right to have it. They are purposely trying to frame it that way. Yeah. Did you see there were, uh, the rally in uh, Virginia? There was uh, a guy had a Marine Corps hat on, African-American big guy. I mean, he looked solid. And he's like, we're sick of that narrative. He says, you notice the first thing that they have to mix into this Second Amendment debate is race. You hit the nail on the head. I watched the guy sit there. He goes, we're all kinds of people here today, Latino-Americans, Asian-Americans. While he was saying, going through the list of ethnicities, you know, a guy went by and said, that's right, Americans, meaning we're all one. They use that as a divisive tool, like the, like, like the little tool we got in the city council here in Winsocket. They tried to make a big thing about a show that comes on after you saying the guy was a white supremacist. It's all, all right. It's I don't want to get too far down the line, but that, that you're ex- exactly right with uh, with what. T- thank you for the call, Frank. With what took place yesterday, and especially in Virginia. And I was playing it earlier, folks. Uh, and again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro, seven six six thirteen eighty four zero one seven six six thirteen eighty. I want to um, I want to play though because people need to hear this. I think it should be discussed on the college campuses. I think it should even be uh, played in the high schools. Um, and that is, this is that AOC, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. And listen to the way, she did an interview yesterday on Martin Luther King Day. And it, it's worth listening to because this is, she's met with applause. She has a big platform. She's an elected representative. By the way, no one is going to take her out. She's going to get reelected. I know someone's going to run against her in New York. There's no way. She's going to be defeated. AOC, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. But listen to her, how they describe police, 
how they describe if you are a supporter of the Second Amendment. Um, listen to this. Um, including racism, but also including the protection of capital over human beings. And, um, you know, another thing that I've been really thinking and sitting with today is that we there's this um, gun rights protest that's right. happening right. down in Richmond. Right. And on MLK Day. On MLK Day. <laughs> but here's the image that has struck with me the most about that, is that when we go out and march for the dignity and the recognition of the lives of people like Freddie Gray mm -hmm. and Eric Garner. Mm -hmm. The whole place is surrounded by police in riot gear mm -hmm. without a gun in sight. Mm -hmm. And here are all of these people um, flying Confederate flags with semi-automatic weapons. Mm -hmm. And there's almost no police officers. Mm -hmm. They didn't need them. At that protest. There was no trouble. So they didn't need them. Are, are in, who or what? Are our institution, institutions protecting right. from who? Right, right. And that image conveys it all. What I want you to understand, that's Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. What I want you to understand is she is worshipped by the progressives at the state house. Worship. She's actually worshipped in the Democrat Party. But listen to this part as well. How she describes your Jeff Bezos, you've built Amazon through his brain, through his hard work. And listen to what she thinks should now happen. Listen to this. If Jeff Bezos... He doesn't have to be Amazon. If Jeff yeah. Bezos wants to be a good person, he'd turn Amazon to a worker, worker cooperative. Right. Right. You know, like, not what do I do with all of this money that I have created right. with this unjust system? Right. And if, usually if you're a billionaire, that means that you control a massive system. You know, if let Jeff me just... Bezos if Jeff Bezos wants to be a good person, he'd turn Amazon to a walker, worker cooperative. Think about that just for a moment. According to her, follow me now. He came up with the idea. He has advanced in this way. In her mind, what he should now do is step back and allow and give all the money to people like Mayor Alorza and David Cicilline and Gina Raimondo, who just continue to spend recklessly. Why would anyone do that? Who would ever work hard? Would you ever work hard or take a chance? Or if you go into business for yourself, work seven days a week, right? Or not take vacations and invest all your capital. Would you do any of that if then you should, and according to her, take all his money and give it up to people who never work? It is, it is beyond preposterous. They, they, and, and she's met with applause. They have no idea what they're talking about. All right, right now at 125, you and I may disagree on what they, I think we can all agree. Listen, there's incredible waste with state government, with city government, with how people, they spend your money, right? Your tax dollars. In her world, you work hard and you earn all that money. And then what you do is you hand it over to people like her and Cicilline and Tansy and Gail Golden, and that ilk, and Alorza, and you let them decide what to do with the money. Never, never. But listen to this. This should be played at business schools. This should be played on college campuses. This interview should be played in high schools, and they should explain to young people why this is wrong. This, this attitude 
And, and folks, by the way, Aaron Ruggenberg, Aloysa, the progressive, th- this is growing. Elizabeth Warren, this is growing. If you, in, in their mind, the only person that should run a restaurant or make money is you're supposed to be the cook. And the only way, in their mind, the only way you can run anything is you have to, like, run a hot dog stand. God forbid you have a hot dog stand, but you run a hot dog stand. In their mind, if you employ people, you're a crook. If you make money off of people, you're a crook, and you don't deserve it. She is a college grad from BU, an elected member of Congress. She's part of the squad. She has her followers. She wants to run for president someday. You know what else they never mention, by the way? Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. Todd says, AOC is so delirious. It becomes a corporate job to fund the government is why it's wrong to see. That's right. You know what they never mention is what country are they referring to that has the better system? They never mention that. What are you talking about? What country? What, Venezuela? Where they're going through dumpsters and eating dog food? Where inflation is 200%? A cup of coffee costs $200? Where there's no jobs? They're rioting the streets? People can't leave? You go in the grocery store, there's nothing there. What country? Oh, wait a minute. We back to the Netherlands again or Sweden? Sweden that's like the size of Connecticut? Listen to this. Listen, this is so important. This is not what America is about. People come to America for the possibility. We are still. Listen to me. Thank you, Cindy Lee. You're so refreshing. I'm so happy I found you again. You're very welcome. Weekdays 11 to 2, Cindy Lee. But uh, plug in, watch, listen on the radio, folks. I'm glad that people enjoy the Facebook Live. But you, you got to listen on the radio because you travel around. You can't always watch the Facebook Live. But anyhow, but listen to her. This is frightening. Why specifically does, you know, I'm, I'm Joe Billionaire. I made widgets. I sold those widgets. I made mm. billions of dollars, you know, yeah. selling those widgets, making those widgets. Therefore, those billions of dollars are right. mine. Why am I the enemy of health Well, you didn't make those widgets, did you? Mm. Because you employed mm. thousands of people and paid mm. them less than a living wage mm. to make those widgets for you. Mm-hmm. You didn't make those widgets. Mm. You sat on a couch mm. while thousands of people were paid modern-day slave wages, and in some cases, real slave real modern-day slavery, mm. uh, depending on where you are in, our, in, in terms of food production. Mm-hmm. Um, you made that money off, off the backs of undocumented people. Mm-hmm. You made that money off of the backs of um, black and brown people being paid off a living wage, under a living wage. You, mm-hmm. you made that money off of the backs of single mothers. And who, all of these people who are literally dying mm-hmm. because they can't afford to live. Mm-hmm. And so no one ever makes a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You take a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Holy cow. Hi, Nancy Caddy. Folks, listen to this. Share with people that you're watching this. And it's not, and all of that to say is that it's, and I'm not here to to villainize and to say billionaires are inherently morally corrupt. Except she is. But they are, (laughs) some disagree with me, clearly. Um, I mean, I think there is a case, but um, but it's not it's not to say that it's to say that 
this system that we live in, life in capitalism, right. always ends in billionaires. Mm. If you don't do it, someone else will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's who decides to make that choice mm -hmm. is kind of just up to, you know, circumstance. Mm. Let's talk about a billionaire. Folks, again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. It is the John DePietro Show. Let's talk about a billionaire. Someone that we all admire and have gotten to know over the years. Bob Kraft. I remember in the 80s, the Sullivans had the Patriots, right? They didn't run a very successful team. And then Billy Sullivan, not knowing anything about it, thought he was going to make all this money and he decided to become the promoter for the Michael Jackson victory tour with his brothers. And they lost a fortune. He didn't know what he was doing. I think he even had a heart attack. Not only did he almost lose his life, he lost all their, their money. And then at the, the, the worst was the 1986 when the Patriots went to the Super Bowl. The Sullivans basically had lost the team even though the team had reached a pinnacle. And then you have the owner that came in, that guy from St. Louis, that wanted to move the team to St. Louis. And then what happened? Bob Kraft stepped up. Bob Kraft was a local business officer, Robert Kraft, Kraft Enterprises, Kraft Paper. That's really their formation of the company. And what did he do? He, he bought the stadium. He bought the land around what was Foxborough Stadium. The first, it was Schaefer Stadium. When Billy Sullivan, when the Sullivans owned the team, they used to play at Fenway Park, and then they played at Harvard, and then finally they, you know, tried to make a go of it. But Bob Kraft stepped up, and Bob Kraft bought the land. Bob Kraft bought the stadium. He bought the team. He initially had Bill Parcells as his coach. He left. And then what did Bob Kraft do? Bob Kraft hired Bill Belichick. And Bill Belichick drafted Tom Brady. And look at, to the, right? To the winner goes the spoils. Look at what has taken place. Take someone up to Patriot Place that hasn't been there in a while. Bob Kraft, successful businessman, has become a billionaire of the New England Patriots, the New England Revolution, what has now become Patriot Place. Used to be a mud parking lot, the old Foxborough Stadium. I remember going there in 1987, 1988. Remember when Tony Franklin was the kicker, the barefoot? 23,000 people would be in the stands. The games were always blacked out because they never sold out. And a bunch of drunks from Foxborough. Fights in the parking lot, fights in the stands. Stadium was a wreck. Bob Kraft had a vision. He worked hard with his family, put the capital. And as a result of that, Bob Kraft... Robert Kraft is a billionaire. Did Bob Kraft make, get, score touchdowns? No. Did Bob Kraft build one part of that stadium? No. He, he didn't score any touchdowns. He didn't do any of the coaching. He put in place the New England Patriots, the New England Revolution, and he has benefited from that and literally has become a billionaire as the owner of the New England Patriots. According to her, in her mind, that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and folks, again, this is a dangerous attitude. Al says capitalism is the only system in the world that has raised more people out of poverty than the end of the system. That's exactly right. In her mind, there is no difference between the owner of the Sullivans to a Bob Kraft. How about that bum owner that owns the Redskins, right? He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. 
They should take the team from him. Bob Kraft has made what, but in her mind, he didn't make $1 billion. He took $1 billion. He came up with the idea of buying the team. He put up the money to buy the Patriots. He hired Belichick, who drafted Brady, who then decided we're going to go with this young guy instead of Drew Bledsoe. They hired, they drafted Teddy Bruschi and then all the other successes and Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Well, all right, maybe we'll forget a Hernandez thing. But you get my point. Does anyone begrudge Bob Kraft? No, we, we thank Bob Kraft. He is the type of owner that is admired in the league. You know, there used to be this thing of that the, someone owned the team, someone else owned the stadium. And you see these other battles around the league of the NFL that is the most successful that is out there. You know why people love sports and competition is because in less than two weeks now, we're going to watch on Super Bowl Sunday of Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G and the 49ers is going to take on Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And they're going to battle it out. And the best team is going to win the Super That is why people love it. It's competition. There's no excuses. Everybody say, plays, for the most part, by the same rules. And then someone is the winner. What these people want to do is just take all your money. In her mind, Bob Kraft, take Patriot Place from him. Take the money from him. Give it to people like Cicilline. Give it to people like Alorza. And let them because they know how to spend it wrong. Not to mention all the charity work they do. It's exactly right. You know, there's a billionaire in New York that they've had just about enough of Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders and these people. Leon Cooperman. Leon Cooperman started with zero, nothing. He has over $3 billion dollars. And they employ, they, they have tried, the unions have tried to unionize his workplace. And his workers tell them to go to hell. Get the hell out of here. Our work conditions are better than you could ever have with a union. The unions all try to organize out west, Silicon Valley. They can't. The unions try to organize on Wall Street. Forget about it. The hedge funds and everything else. Leon Cooperman, they donate more money to charity they hire more quality individuals. They give back to the community. They do more than any of these idiots. And Elizabeth Warren and Gina Raimondo and Bernie Sanders and Porkboy and David Cicilline and Tansy and Golden and the rest of these delusional progressives and AOC, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. No, we know what's best. We know what's best. We should take your money Leon Cooperman said, time out. I have funds set up of what I'm going to do with my billions when I die. Some of the money is going to go to my family and children. But I have certain institutions that I want to donate to, whatever it may be, right? So I know someone that was very wealthy, that benefited tremendously. Someone, This was someone, a man that I got to know. He had a tough childhood. He was taken into a, a Catholic orphanage. He went to Catholic school. He was a devout Catholic. He, this was someone who was an orphan. He became a very successful business person. And towards the end of his life, he said, Johnny, he always called me Johnny. Johnny, in my most times of need, 
my toughest times, the Catholic Church was always there for me. I have a family. I have children. They will be taken care of. He left a huge amount of money to Catholic charities, Catholic education, Catholics for life. He wanted to give back. In, in, in the Ramundo world, listen to me, in the Rhode Island State House world, in the David Cicilline world, in the Alorza world, AOC, they would take the money from him. Nope. You don't give the money to the Catholic Church. We know what's best with you. They, they are so backwards. She's completely wrong. They never mention what system is better. Never. You know what's going to happen, though? And, folks, again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this historic day where what is happening right now in Washington, D.C. is a complete disgrace. They're going to fail. They cannot t- beat this man. He has beaten them at every turn. They can't beat Trump at the ballot box. So that's why they want to remove him from office. Never think it's anything more than that. Anyone that is calling for the impeachment, and it is going to get embarrassing, because they're going to watch as our Rhode Island senators, Reed and White House, are going to vote to impeach. And never mind in Massachusetts, Elizabeth Warren, they'll do the same thing. They can't beat him at the ballot box. Even though they try with their fraud and elections, Ramundo, is there a bigger fraud than Gina Ramundo? She stole that election. She's so angry at you for her lower pool rating. She can't stand it. That's why they had to manipulate the results, put her in office. She can't wait to penalize you and put tolls on your roads and call it, oh, we'll demonize you. You're selfish. You want to drive your car. You should be taking a two-hour train from Wickford. That's ridiculous. Who in their right mind would do that? Two hours to get to Boston? Or you could just drive to Attleboro and then it's less than an hour? See, they, they think everyone is an idiot. They do think everyone's an idiot. But we are at a breaking point right now in the state. We really are. Because she is making up numbers. We are in dire straits, folks. We are. You know, I was with a group of people over the weekend, and and I hate to say this. And again, phone lines are open, 401-766-1380. You can email me, john at dipetro.com. The people, I was with actually a group of people over the holidays. And these are exactly the type of people, both men and women, that you would want to get involved in politics. I'll tell this quick story. It was right before Christmas. I was with a small group, someone had put together, and everyone there... First of all, they're all older than me, but they're well off. They've been successful, both men and women in business. These are the type of individuals now that you would want to seek higher office, right? They are not financially dependent. They've made good choices. They have investments, blah, blah, blah. They've been successful in their chosen occupations. But are they thinking of running for office in Rhode Island? No. What are they thinking of doing? Exit plan. Everybody. It's not how can we improve the place The plan is becoming, how can I get out of this place? Listen, don't get me wrong. They all want to have a place for June, July, and August. They all want to be in Rhode Island on the 4th of July. Of course they do. But they're not talking about trying to improve the government. They're not talking about running for office and trying to improve the system. They're all talking about exit plans. Now, that Governor Amundo... She needs to be held accountable. You know, I don't know. See, at the state house now, everything becomes a deal. 
Should Mattiello demand investigations into Rhode Island DOT? Of course he should. Right? Anyone with half a brain would. But it becomes a deal. He go, he'll say to the Raimondo people, what's it worth it to you? I'll tell you what, make it worth my while, and we won't call for DOT investigation. And they should be. Gina Raimondo stood in front of all of you and said, let me put tolls on the roads. We're going to raise $70 million, and this thing will pay for itself, and blah, blah, blah. And we're going to do all this paving, and all this road construction, and everything else. And what the hell happened? We went along with it. We didn't want to. I didn't want to. You didn't want to. Trucks everywhere. Construction everywhere. And what do we find out? As I said earlier, were they off by a little bit? Think about this. You're in business. They had a conservative projection of $70 million from the tolls. Was it 69? All right, so they were off $1 million. No. Were they off $5 million? Nope. All right, she projected, Ramundo and DOT, we're going to bring in $70 million in revenue. Wait a minute, were they off $10 million? Did it bring in $60 million? Hold on. $20 million off? $50 million? Hold on. $40 million? Wait a minute. You said seventy. million. Do you mean to tell me you brought in $30 million in revenue so you're off by $40 million? I'm afraid to keep going here. Don't tell me they were off and only brought in $20 million. $16 million. $16 million. Ted Nisi at Channel 12 has the story. They were only off by $54 million. No explanation. No apology. No one fired. No one held accountable. Folks, that is fraud. No one is that stupid. Right, Paul? There's Henry B. Nobody's that stupid. I mean, we had someone who was that stupid, meaning Governor Gump. No one could be that stupid. I don't know what happened. I don't know whether it's fraud or incompetence. Neither one is a good option. I know what should happen. Someone needs to be fired. Someone needs to either resign or be fired. All right, then do the Alex Cora thing that the Red Sox did. Then let's let him resign, right? We're supposed to believe that, right? As the Red Sox are about to lose the 2018 World Series that they got. They're about to lose that because of Alex Cora. So, but the Red Sox, quote, let him, re he resigned. Oh, okay. We're supposed to believe that. No. No. Because of what he did with the Astros. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't bring the cheating scandal to Boston. My point is... Somebody at DOT has got to be held accountable. You can't be off like that. I don't know if it's in Ramundo's inner circle. It could be. could be Smiley and his little crew. All the little boys there. All the little boy games. Right? Or it could be at DOT. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's Peter Alvedi. I know Peter. I like Peter. I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's someone on his staff. But I know that somebody you can't be 54 million off. Think about that. $54 million off. If this were the private sector and Gina Raimondo had loaned someone the money, they would be going after them for fraud. They would be. That's perpetrating a fraud. All right, 401-766-1380. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. 
Call them today. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, EBS repairs, brakes, doors. If it's on a trailer, MEGA can fix it. Call them today. 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Folks, Ramundo administration today... Today, it is, it's broken beyond repair. I think she has forfeited all kinds of accountability. Is one thing after another. You know, the real truth here, the real bottom line, is when she puts forward numbers to you and says, let me spend this money and we can do blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, they're fabricating the numbers. As the Providence Journal writes, the governor's budget dead on arrival. Governor Amundo's $10.2 billion spending plan. Wishful thinking. Ridiculous. $200 million deficit. How much money do these people need? I'm telling you, if it was Governor DePietro, I was talking to someone yesterday. Day one, the state workforce gets trimmed in half. Day one, half the state workers. Boom. Gone. Too bad. We're not a job factory. That's number one. Number two, if a member of your family, hear me out, if a member of your family has a state job, nobody else gets a state job. No more of this two and three people in a family working for the state. Too bad. You know, there are companies out there that if you want to work for certain companies, if you have a sibling or spouse or a family member works there, you can't get hired. The state should be the same way. Spread it out. No more of this I know a guy. You have entire families the work for the state. It's got to come to an end. Cut that. And also, we're getting out of the business. We are getting out of the business of having prison guards and these firefighters and all this other nonsense that's out there. If you take the budget of Cranston, Providence, Pawtucket, and Fire, uh, Warwick, wait a minute, Warwick, Pawtucket, Cranston, and Providence... Those four districts together, it's more than $250 million. You could get a private company to do it for under $25 million. That is wasteful taxpayer spending of $225 million. Complete waste and fraud. And the same thing, outlaw the public sector. Other states have it. In other states, no more public sector unions. Teachers, fire, zero, gone, done with. Getting out of the business. We're not in that business anymore. Nope. Bring in charter schools, bring in private schools, whatever. Anything has got to be better than this. But right now, the state, the number of state workers is over 15,000. Governor DePietro, Governor Juan, day one, under 7,000. Slice the state workforce. No more pensions. Hi there, Larry. Everybody's in 401k. We're going to be the most business-friendly state in New England. You're going to have people leaving Boston saying, I, I have to relocate to Providence. If I go there, I can make a fortune. If you don't have all these state workers, you don't have all these high bills. If you don't have all these uh, city firefighters and teachers and all this other ridiculousness, 25 sick days, 30 sick days, you lower your property taxes. Everything goes up. Sanity, but Ramundo is the biggest disappointment. 
But it goes beyond a disappointment. That's what I'm trying to get across to you. Yep. To the phones we go. 766-1380. Good afternoon. You're next on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Hello. How are you? Very well. Go right ahead. All right. I'm fed up with the whole state of Rhode Island and the whole United States of America. Um, it's just absurd what they're doing to the president of the United States. I never seen such a sad moment as when she had her Don Pens with her name on it signing uh, for the impeachment. As far as Rhode Island, yep. when you go down and you look at the school system and you see that a high school is rated two and that you can only probably afford a house in that particular area because the price of houses in Rhode Island are outrageous. Yep. But you get nothing for it. That's right. Pay horrible taxes. Yep. Um, Cicilline's a joke. He is. You know, he was literally crying when uh, we heard... Uh, there are sources that say Cicilline was literally in tears when Speaker Pelosi told him he was not going to be one of the impeachment managers. That's how badly he wanted it. Another thing I found, John, that was kind of irritating to me was the point that they were almost like telling people, come get, I got three tickets. Yep. Mr. Reed said, yep. come and watch this show that we're going to have. Terrible, terrible. Like it's a hey, circus. You know one thing? I think that's going to backfire. I hope so. I think because it is. You, you know, know I want to just touch on the when you mention and the school is a two and that's the only place you can afford to live. I'll tell you what, if people wonder why the education system with the public schools in Rhode Island is so poor, it's because the principals, educators are not allowed to run the school. The schools right. are run by the heads of the teachers unions. The principals are not allowed to hire anyone. They're not allowed to fire anyone. You know, in Providence, they have teachers that are drunk, that are on drugs. There were people accused of molesting children, and because the union is so strong, you cannot fire those teachers. If you let, I would want principals who then you could hold accountable and say, uh -huh. you decide who you hire and fire, that would improve the education system. Well, my son lives in Providence, and he's trying to get out. He has a house. It's not in a bad area, but my grandson started school. Where do yep. you think he's going? Catholic school. There's no way. I don't care if I have to help. If I had to help him, I would ever let him go to any of those schools. And then he's looking in one socket, and I said, "Forget it." Number two, the high school was rated. Number two. You know what this is all about? And I worked in the school, so I know it's letting all these people in. Look what they did in Central Falls. They have a what is it? Four hundred overload of four hundred Guatemalans come in, and they want an additional one million. To, they want you to pay for it to educate them. You know it's going to backfire, John. You know why? Because all of us are getting the heck out of here, and let all these people that let them figure out how they're going to support themselves. Because I'm tired of it. You're right. No, I agree with you. That is, and that is, it's too bad. But it's pushing it too much. People can be more mobile. People are not going to stick around. I, I really think it's building towards that. I, I truly do. Oh, they are. Yeah. They are. People are not talking about how can we improve it. People are talking about exit plans. How do I get out of here? Well, no, I don't know. I didn't hear. Um, I've had some issues at home, so I didn't hear her speech. But my husband did tell me he didn't hear anything about the gas tax. Did you hear anything about that? Yeah. She wants to move ahead with that. She wants to get a that. deal with the governor in uh, Mass, yeah, right? He has, no, he, that, that's already falling apart in Massachusetts. 
No, oh, she's good, doing. So she's willing right to. Over there. The whole thing could could fall apart. Massachusetts, it's it's too easy for people to just move. Thank you for the call. Call me again. It's too easy for people to just move ahead. Thank you, Angelo. I agree. And there's my friend David, and a lot more folks. Seven six six thirteen eighty. Seven six six thirteen eighty. But as the Providence Journal writes, you know, here's Ramundo. Oh, we're going to make twenty two million off pot stores, right? Except we don't have pot. It's not legalized in the state. So what are you talking about? Total fantasy land. Complete nonsense is what it is. You don't have someone dealing in reality. They're just making up the numbers. They don't want to cut. How about the amount of uh, money spent on overtime at the state prison? Sinful. Disgraceful. We should just get out of the business. Forget it. Pack up. Hire a company to do it. They'll do it for, and I don't mean a little less. I mean a lot less. And Ramundo won't even take it on. See, she doesn't want to, you know, sometimes she doesn't want to make any more enemies. She just wants to try to be popular. And therefore, we're down in the situation we're in. Good afternoon. You're next on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Right on the money, John. My bags are already packed. I can't afford to live in this state much longer. They're always in my pockets. And everything's going up, up, up in a way like the hot air balloon, you know? It's terrible. It's terrible, and it's it could like get worse. It's the Poseidon Adventure. Everybody's uh, the Poseidon Adventure. The only one who knew how to swim was Shelly Winter. She, she floated. Yeah, that's right. I remember. I used to love that uh, film. That was great with Ernest Borgnine. Uh, yeah, right, right. My right. Linda. My Linda. Yeah. Preacher. But I tell you, John, you're doing a tremendous job. You're right on the money on everything, boy. I'll tell you. You oh. don't let any wool uh, get under your seat. No, not at all. You it's know, been a the, pleasure talking to you, John. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you for the call. 766-1380. 766-1380. That was a great, the original Poseidon adventure. Gene Hackman, right, as the preacher. Ernest Borgnine. Shelley Winter. Yep, who did. She, then she had the heart attack. The guy that was uh, Willy Wonka, whoever that actor was, he played uh, Willy... No, he played the uncle. He played the uncle in Willy Wonka and the Charlotte Factory. He was then... I think, wasn't he married to Shelley Winter in The Poseidon Adventure? With Maureen McGovern, there has to be a morning after. I think that won Best Song at the Academy Awards. Folks, 766-1380. No, it's, it's sad. It's terrible what's going on. But this is, um, I just don't remember the last time we've had things so dysfunctional. I mean, the speaker's under an FBI probe, right? And the governor, Governor Mundo, is, is she like on meds or is checked out? Or I don't, I don't know what the situation is, but they're just like fabricating and putting in fraudulent numbers. And there's no accountability. Zero. Nothing. Prison guards are making, you know, years from now, when people examine everything that went on, they'll say, you know how bad it got? Prison guards were making over 200000 at the state prison by manipulating the overtime numbers. People would say, there's no way. I'm telling you, that's how bad it got. Hey, folks, if you're looking for workers for your company, remember MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. If you need workers, drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, uh, sleep at home, drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse, mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals. Call MEGA Professionals today at 508-336-7801. 508-336-7801. Always uh, call MEGA today. MEGA, MEGA Professionals. Over 20 years, Rhode Island, Massachusetts. MEGA Professionals. 508-336-7801. I want to encourage everyone 
There's Arthur. Good afternoon, Arthur. Folks, visit depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, the official website of You Know Who. Uh, you have information, the podcast. If you ever miss anything of the show, anything to do with the show, you can then listen to it there. We also have the merchandising. And to make sure you read the independent report, is the FBI investigating the speaker, Mattiello's connection to a cannabis operation? Also, the speaker, he did threaten the convention center. I will put an enema up your ASS. It's true. He threatened him. That's extortion. And then he did level an audit on them. And it's all because they were removing his good buddy, that Jim Demers, who, uh, by all accounts, the convention center had every right to suspend that guy. Back to the phones. Good afternoon. You're next on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Good afternoon, John. Hi there. Go right ahead. You're exactly right. Instead of Ocean State on our plate, it should be exit plan. <laughs> I hate to say plan. it, but it's true. Get some bumper stickers going. Exit plan. All right. I could do a magnet, actually, on that. All right. Exit plan. I like that. What would it be instead of the Ocean State? Exit state or exit plan? Exit plan. <laughs> right. All right. I think I can come up with that. I think I can come up with that. All right, folks, we'll follow the impeachment. I think it's a fraud. And I am, I, I'm disappointed in Senator Reid's office offering free tickets or selling tickets for people that want to go, uh, treating it like a show the way that it is. Uh, coming up on Thursday, we're going to have more details on the big uh, gun rally, Second Amendment rally coming up. That's happening on Thursday. He's John D. Petro. He's really in the know. Well, I tried. With his talk show. We have a talk show. On your Listen, stay warm. Enjoy this Tuesday. The John Dion program is next. Thank you for listening. Remember, visit depetro.com, D-E-P-T-R-O.com. Visit the Facebook page. Uh, we're going to have the 2 o'clock news and then the John Dion program. We're back tomorrow at 11 right here at AM 1380. WNRI and W236CW in socket, 1380 AM and 95.1 FM. To USA Radio News.